0: more than 20 years in engineering and then suddenly decided to become a tech recruiter. But now he's here to give you insights on all things recruitment from an engineer's perspective. This is dubal's Talks
1: with your host, Mark Duble.
0: To episode five of Dual Talks. It's been a while since episode four, but we're fully back again, and we're doing bi-weekly shows instead of weekly shows. It's been a while because sometimes life happens, and it happens while you're busy making other plans. So you need to adjust and need to figure out what your priorities are. And in my case, family is always my priority. Normally, I would do a solo show on a topic before inviting a guest, call it an interlude. However, like i said life happens and we change things around so we're gonna do a guest show first and then we're gonna do a solo episode thankfully my guest is amazing and we recorded a great session together so on this episode i'm talking to ala pavlova an amazing recruiter that i respect a lot you may have seen or heard for from her on hung lee's recruiting brain food during sourcing events and Maybe if you're lucky, you met her during one of her sourcing sessions uh, on Fridays. Anna is not only an amazing recruiter, she's also a key player in the Slack community in Amsterdam. Um, but I know her best as somebody that loves outreach as much as I do. So that's what we're going to talk about. The passion for crafting amazing and personal outreach is an art that also takes time. And I love how she makes sure that she does it right. But here comes the fun part. Today's episode, we're not talking about the fun side of recruiter-candidate communication. We're not going to talk about that kind of outreach. We're going to talk about the rejection. How to reject and when to do it via which medium. Rejecting candidates is never fun. Sometimes it's really tough. But more important, the way we do it is crucial for the candidates because you are impacting someone's life you're also impacting somebody's image of you and of your company. So the way we do it is so super important, and that's why we're talking to Allah today. During our talk, I picked up some great tips that I'm certainly gonna use and try out myself. At the end of the interview, I'll share some notes so you can immediately use them in your outreach and your sourcing. So on that note, let's dive into recruitment through the eyes of an engineer and an amazing guest, Allah. Welcome to the show. And for those who don't know you, can you please give us a little bit of an introduction of yourself?
1: My name is Alla Pavlova. And some, some people mix me for dessert. Uh, but yeah, I it, it, it was a scientist. <laughs> he, he was making some experiments on dogs. But anyway, I don't have a dog, by the way. I'm originally from Belarus. And uh, for the last seven years, I live in the Netherlands. So working as an interim recruiter, I was lucky to be part of the journeys of companies like Riot Games, Viber, Thought, belief. And um, right now I'm building teams in Miro. So it's super challenging, super exciting. And I do one more thing. It's a Slack community building. So I have an interesting role as a chapter lead in Amsterdam and hosting some events. Try to have at least one event in one month, but um, yeah, it's very challenging.
0: What kind of events are those?
1: Yeah, this said the event about to be productive, to stay effective for while uh, remote work. You can use Slack as a, as a great tool to reduce the amount of um, emails and also for collaboration right so this emoji part this poll part so the engagement you can uh, use so many apps uh, and people are really building so many great apps on on slack so that you can uh, use and uh, make your life a little bit easier working life a little bit easier and to reduce this fatigue of this you know the fear of constantly being notified constantly being on spot so i like that i like to switch off the notifications everywhere and (laughs) it feels like i'm deaf i (laughs) know that feeling
0: yeah <laughs> it's the one thing that I like about remote remote work is that you actually have the power to actually switch off or switch on. You decide when you're available, um, and that's the best thing that remote work brought to me because I just can't work in an office. People just go up and tap on your shoulders, ask things, like, and ah, I can't deal with that. <laughs> uh, I'm actually the one who's
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm actually the one who is tapping your shoulder. <laughs> so that's right. I, I'm the kind of miss office. So
0: <laughs> hey. Um, Thanks for the intro. Today we're talking about candidate rejections. Um, I never liked the word rejection. I'm going to be very honest, but it does the trick, right? It's the most clear and concise way to to describe it. And and you're one of those recruiters that has a similar feeling to me that rejection isn't fun, uh, especially when you're uh, dealing with with great people and you have to reject them for either technical skills or even harder when it's communication skills, those kind of things. So what I wanted to do is go over these things, but start with a, a generic thing, right? Um, how to reject is already hard, but when do you reject? When do you send an email or when do you offer a call or when do you actually get on a call? So how do you feel about um, that outreach part? When do you actually send an email or when do you decide, okay, Alyssa, I'm gonna go on a call with this person?
1: Yeah, that's true. Uh, I wish actually that every stage will be somehow interacted with the person or uh, will be provided with the feedback. But um, uh, it's not possible, unfortunately, uh, now, at least for me, because um, when you have a high volume of uh, CVs and interviews, so you have to compromise on some things. But not, of course, on that much on the candidate experience. But uh, yeah, you, you have to find a way that it will work for everyone. Um, so usually, yeah, if you never spoke with the person, so it it, it could be... An email, so it's as simple as that, right? If you somehow spoke with a person or chatted with a person, even um, through the email, so you're be really somehow connected. This person way to know you. You you've been identified. So, and uh, <laughs> after that, <laughs> after that, I will be definitely aiming for uh, provide some 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 feedback uh, for a candidate. I, I hate the templates that uh, I use for the first rejection and uh, when I've tried to, uh, to talk to the candidates about their experience, like, hey, you received rejection, there is uh, no particular reason why you've been rejected, so uh, what would be helpful for you? To understand the reason, of course, but sometimes I'm just not able to to provide a reason for 400 applications, right? So no, you can't. On um,
0: inbound you can't. That's too much. Yeah.
1: It's just, but then I wanted to give the idea of why it's not working. And I was trying to write the, the article like saying, hey, when you apply, make sure that your CV is in PDF, right? So, because sometimes I just can't download it. Um, uh, make sure that you look at the job, that's uh, the, the job where you're applying. So write the cover letter. If there's some things that you think are not that relevant, mention that. Um, just send it the easy apply. I I really kind of, I don't know. Do, do we have any LinkedIn lovers? I'm sorry about that, but easy apply. <laughs> it's 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 not a great. Uh, no, it's button. not. Definitely not. We should we, we should we should stop doing that, like uh, because uh, easy apply. It's um, it's minimum efforts. Minimum efforts uh, uh, sometimes uh, justify the behavior of the recruiter just to also to put minimum efforts.
0: Yeah, so. But you mentioned something else, the cover letter. Do you still read them? I read them. I I love them. I love them.
1: them. Of course, I love them. I read them because, um, of course, most of them are written like people. People repeat the experience. That that's not the way you write that. So there are two things in cover letter that will should should give you uh, should should raise your chances to get to the interview. Uh, Why you and why this company? Those are two questions. I, I try to find the answer. And so sometimes people put some interesting stories like, hey, I use your uh, program when I was lost in the mountains and this is the, the, because of you guys I found the way back. <laughs> How cool is that, right?
0: So <laughs> that, Those are the best examples because this is the thing. Uh, I saw a lot of discussions uh, in those Facebook groups, linking groups. Do you still use uh, read cover letters? And a lot of recruiters don't. Well, the cover letter is the only part that actually says something about the person because the resumes it's almost always the same it's here you go these are my skills but you don't see how they were utilized and the cover letter can actually tell you what the person actually did instead of just saying i did this that's it
1: exactly no this is the way to uh, reduce the uh, the chances to be rejected because of some assumptions so we look at the CV, for example, I we, we all write it down differently. Some people list the experience from top to bottom and uh, the opposite. So sometimes people have a career break. Um, I'm super happy to help the person to get back to career, like if you had a break. But help me to understand what you've been busy with. And if you just send me the CV where you had like three years gap, um, you will be rejected with a very... Awful rejection. Hey, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, unfortunately, we decided to move um, further with uh, any other candidates. We feel them uh, much uh, more like uh, our expectations. <laughs> you you don't want to do that. You don't you don't want to receive it. And um, yeah, being rejected sucks. So yeah. and being re- rejected without uh, knowing the reason also sucks and not Definitely. always know the reason yeah but you, ha- you you should should try to have an idea why like if you apply for like 100 jobs and you've been rejected constantly really something is wrong
0: yeah so sometimes you get those candidates that even in the initial inbound they say okay can you can you please give me some details then i'm happy to do it right but if you get 1200 inbound emails and you reject 999 of them Um, you're not going to send feedback with it it's just sorry but we're moving with somebody else now say they spoke to you how do you deal with that do you get on the call so they did an interview screen and you kind of know on the call already this is not going to be the person or you decide afterwards this is not the person how do you deal with that
1: Ideally, if it's possible, if the candidates is really open for feedback, I would prefer to give it straight away on the call. Like say, hey, I see this, this kind of things we require. So we need more experience on this one. What do you think about it? I'm trying to give the idea to the candidates if they're really not fitting their profile. For example, if we're really looking for Java engineer, and I'm talking to C-sharp engineer, so I'm I'm saying it's, it's not going to work out, unfortunately, for now, for this team. so And I would prefer to reject the person on the call straight away um, or yeah take a couple of days um, and then to give it the idea what happened next. So I always say, hey, you will receive either the email confirming that you are progressing to the next step or, unfortunately, you were not selected. And I'm giving the idea why you could not be selected because, hey, it's a very competitive time right now. Like we have so many candidates, it is possible that someone's experience will fit us more. So please don't feel uh, like, let's say, upset about it. So I, I try, try to create some kind of feeling of the that there is a competition. So and so you're you're competing with the best of the best. And um, yeah. So if I spoke with the candidate and if I was not able to give the feedback straight away in a call, after that I will send the email. I will not call again uh so you're human (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah.
0: no because a lot of people just send the email and that's uh, that's it right thanks for for the interview Uh, Unfortunately, we moved with somebody else and they already spoken to you and i've been on that side of the table more than once and i was like why did i get rejected it doesn't help me um i personally try and it really depends on the person um it's either on the call and when it's on the call i try to give them tips and uh, basically turns into a career advice talk Um, uh, and on the email it's it's always three at least three lines of of of, um, feedback and then a tip or two how do you do you do it as well do you invest uh, in in people when you say okay uh, you had a candidate that you were looking for linux engineer they were not deep enough in linux so i will tell them hey listen dive into, I don't know, uh, heap dump, a uh, little, little more into memory issues, those kind of things. Do you do that as well? How do you feel about spending that time?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I will be very transparent uh, because I think this is the type of the show. Um, I, I only put one of things that I, I remember from our conversation uh, that could be personal. So three things probably will be too much for me. Uh, first, to remember, for, and the second, to, to put it uh, together. But I always remember something from our conversation, like uh, the promise I made, right? So I actually don't remember. I make the notes. So I don't rely on myself anymore at all. So I just make the note that I promise this person that I'm going to, Consider his or her profile uh, for this is this type of roles, and so then I mentioned like, hey, I spoke with these people, so unfortunately, and etc. So something that I promised, but it's not going to be three things. Uh, I will be honest; I think it's going to be one thing. I remember for the gaming company, I received them. Uh, interesting CV so I spoke with the candidate unfortunately not enough experience but I still tried to get um, uh, him on board didn't work out so I sent him the message and I added him like um, some personal things from his cover letter oh my god I received like three pages thanking things like (laughs) it's just yeah I I felt like oh oh, 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 are we treating the candidate that bad that they're so grateful
0: (laughs) yes we are the amount of people that thank me for being personal it's absurd because they shouldn't be that grateful it should be normal but p- recruiters giving them a bad experience or they're ghosting them even um, that's a whole other topic for a whole other show but the amount of ghosting that happens by recruiters after the first screen or later on it's absurd when people find out they're not hired because they get a survey that's the, the worst candidate experience you can get basically you're listening to Duble's Talks with your host, Mark Duble. So, okay, it, it, that's the it, that's still a little bit the easy part, right? Where you say, okay, you're lacking these skills, but now you're on the call with somebody that um, has a different uh, problem. Um, maybe not even communication skills because that's that's translatable, right? And you can even give them tips like, hey, next interview, use the star method, method or something like that. But now you have somebody that's discriminatory or rude during an interview. How do you deal with those?
1: Yeah, I always try to be careful. Is it me? Like, because sometimes like it could be mood, could be something biased. We're all human, right? So um, I will try to give a person a chance uh, on the call to, to try to to get the control of the situation, right? So uh, some people are really afraid that they're not going to get the job and they're afraid that I'm a recruiter not assessing their skills very well on the call. And I have these situations with engineers when, we, when they're saying, hey, you don't understand what I was doing. So you should not decide if I'm going to get the job or not. And I was like, Hey, hey, no, no words. I'm not here to assess your skills in a way. So for that, we have a technical interview, but let's focus on this one and that one. So um, I, I try to to give a chance to understand what is behind it. Maybe it's not angerness. It, it's um. Uh, it's just a fear, right? And uh, I think, of course, uh, we all would like to have very normal, good candidates. They say us what we want to hear, so <laughs> it's not always like that. So, uh, and this 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 part rejecting something that is not technical is, of course, very challenging because it's very easy for me to say, like, hey, they require this library, you don't use this 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 library, so yeah, it's not gonna work out. But if it's uh, for example, if it's English, sometimes also I I I received like some bad feedback back when I was saying like, hey, unfortunately, your communication, your English is not on the level that is required for our company. Yeah, makes sense. And I I received so many negative feedback. Just giving that, like just saying that, because hey, I'm not a native speaker. It's obvious, but I had never a problem. Like I never had a problem to 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 work in English, and people like became like annoyed and angry because of that. So I, I don't know why, but I felt like the talking about language is something that's uh, can can be very sensitive, uh, and other things that you can't actually say if the person uh, is. Uh, uh, arrogant or uh, if the person really you, you, you see the, like he or she is failing on the interview because of the emotions and uh, going all over the place for me for example for the leadership roles and um, one of the requirements is of course the, the communication so the way how you can explain things since um, if you see that the person go go into very long answers and I can't get through them I'm always thinking how I can give you feedback about it like, hey y'all are all, all over the place
0: but <laughs> <laughs> well, that's where start comes in so often i have candidates that are messy um they're all over the place and i i even on the spot in the interview explain them what star is um how they can use it and it actually helps but some get annoyed indeed because you're you're telling them how to do it so the rejection is always tough when it becomes personal if they're getting rude, it's a little bit easier <laughs> to be fair, uh, because you can actually cut the conversation at a certain moment, bad communication because, Like you said, English, um, not a second language, but still you, you have to have a certain, certain level. So normally I give them the tip to, do to, to do some courses. Hey, um. person is going to the next stage right so they've spoken with you then they go to the next stage Um, they talk to the hiring manager or the recruiters when do you actually spend time on a call with them for feedback instead of sending an email
1: i will get on a call with the candidates uh, after test assignments after um, uh, any phone calls that uh, the person made uh, with the team Uh, about the assignment so I, I really like the fact that um, Miro is providing feedback. It's uh, it, that doesn't matter if it's uh, positive or negative. So engineers try to write down some of the key points of the, some solutions that uh, could be improved. Okay, it's a tough one because sometimes I have engineers coming back saying, "Hey, no, 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 this is a wrong approach. I'm your guy is guy's wrong." So, and <laughs> <it>, sometimes it <laughs> happens like that. So, uh, and it also takes a lot of time. So I felt like, okay, if I get uh, 15 minutes. Um, for a person who committed 8 or 10 hours to do the assignment, that's fair. And I jump in a call and I explain, hey, unfortunately it didn't work out because of this and that. So I use some of the things from the feedback and then say, hey, I will send you some feedback um, in written that you can use for your uh, I don't know, uh, reflection or like uh, to look at this and um, feel free to come back to us with your feedback as well. And some people are coming back and we had two cases when we actually hired people after they argued on on, on on um, uh, on the feedback, but are good in a constructive nice. way. Yeah, they just sound yeah. like, "Hey, I think it's not so. That's easy. So you can do this and this and that." And I love that. So and I love that the engineers are open for that. But yeah, um, I I prefer to give a call, uh, a quick call to walk through the feedback. And um, yeah, that's that's be, that's became a little bit easier.
0: So so, basically, you believe in the more effort they spend, the more effort you're gonna give back.
1: Anyway, so I'm actually a believer that I will anyway give more efforts, even for the person who just clicked the easy apply, because the person probably doesn't know the rules. Like, you know, there, there are rules. Like, they, you have to write the cover letter. You have to make a nice uh, CV, because this is uh, the way how we assess it at the beginning. Like, what are the key skills, etc. Um, I will put efforts. Um, I will give my 100% to everyone who is approaching me. Uh, but at the end, uh, it depends on the person. Uh, if the person has given me uh, this bag, and this this is exhausting. I, I know that I can't uh, do that all the time. So, but I, I, re- I really try. I really try.
0: So how do you deal with it when you have t- uh, twenty six racks to uh, to handle instead of ten, for instance? Because when you have a small rack load, that's okay. But now you're dealing with a super high reg load. How much can you automate? Do you automate something there?
1: Yeah, um, I try to to make a selection process as effective as possible. So if I pass the person to do the test assignment or, for example, to go to the technical interview, it means that I'm ready. I have capacity to spend the time on this person. If I interviewed like 100 people and selected five, so that would be... Absolutely doable for me um, to 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 communicate to all of them. I don't automate anything uh, because I, I don't see how I can automate this personal part. Like I've tried to to uh, to, to to record videos uh, with the feedback. Like hey, it's Allah, you remember me? So um, yeah, hey, unfortunately it didn't work out. So we prepared some feedback for you. So here here it is in the email. I did that. Some people were really comfortable with that, but some people felt like, hey, you, uh, I still want to have a call. <laughs> so, okay. and I like, but I like yeah. the
0: video part. I like that because it gives you the power and time to do it whenever you want to do it.
1: Yeah, I was recording like at the evening when I was done with the job and I, know, I knew that I, I can't call the candidate, but I really wanted to to make something. Um, and I just recorded like a casual video. People saw me. Anyone who had a video call with me, they, they know that um, I'm absolutely normal human being and uh, <laughs> yeah
0: so I I actually really like that idea I never thought about it to be honest because I thought about outreach with video but rejection with video makes it super easy for you because it's you don't have to hop on a, on a call anymore if, if you're lucky and it's way more personal for the people that get the rejection.
1: Yeah, uh, because I like that. Having, that's great. Yeah, tried <laughs> uh, again. The um, the reaction was positive, right? So, um, I, and I, I I'm going to try to to explore it more. Um,
0: yeah, and if they still want to get on the call they still want to get on the call i always see that it's depending on level as well if you're recruiting a junior ic or a manager or the higher up you go the more feedback they want so that's always a thing that you have to take in account as well because um, they know
1: that they can yeah. ask it so one of the things that i'm a little bit bothered is that um junior developers they even afraid to ask because they think that it's it's normal uh, that you don't have any feedback and so uh, it's not it's uh it's, it's it's if the company only treats uh, the c-level people especially uh, i i don't want to be there so i True. think uh, yeah the juniors also of course the feedback will be you're very junior so <laughs> there's nothing new there <laughs> <laughs> but what i i find uh, what i ask them in another company where were where worked so I asked engineers to uh, prepare some small like you know uh, materials tips and tricks how to prepare for the interviews books to read yeah. articles and then I was sudden these candidates who were really like a junior who started their career um this the small you know um uh, letters with all this information and links and they were so grateful yeah. I I just I, I was, that works yeah that works very that well works.
0: I actually had my first candidate that listened to all my podcasts and read all my uh, my blogs before he got on the call, just to prepare. Um, <laughs> but some people really prepare, but those links, those often work, right? Especially when you, even when you reject them, but even if you hire them or want to attract them, just a few links about the company instead of that boring job description, that, that really, really helps. You're listening to Dubal's Talks with your host, Mark Duble i want to ask for you for two kind of tips one is for one is for the actual the the hiring managers the the recruiters on on building feedback what they can do best um so your best practices baby basically and the other one is for the candidates i have a a lot of engineers tuning into the show um they really Come back with feedback. Hey, this this is nice because now we see how it goes on the recruitment side. So maybe we have some tips for them as well to to deal or ask for feedback, those kind of things.
1: Yeah, sure, sure. Okay, all great questions. So we'll start first uh, with them. Um, yeah, uh, with uh, let's say some some tips uh, for uh, for for the um, message, right? So for the rejection message, because when you do that on a call, it's a little bit easier and, and harder at the same time because you. You can read the emotion of the person. You can try to um, to, to balance in this uh, call to make sure that the person will get the feedback and um, to, to make it nice. Um, when you write the email, I, I like the approach that um, I developed together with my uh, partner in crime Anika Nico Heidelberg. So we worked together for really like a few assignments, uh, really exciting uh, times. Um, so uh, what's... Um, what you try to do is to make it, um, uh, uh, let's say, personal, but at the same time, helpful. Um, because if you just say, hey, your communication style is not that great. Um, yeah, but if you add like, hey, but uh, I, I know some nice uh, things you can read uh, and you will just add uh, one blog or one one masterclass or anything. So that's that's makes such a big difference. And um, we like to start our conversation from the uh, thanking for the time. So the structure for me is most of the time is um, appreciation of someone's time, uh, mentioning the reason why uh, the person is rejected in the the most possible way that you can be honest, but you can also protect your company because um, people are different. Sometimes they can come back to your company and I don't know very harshly so in this case uh, try to make the reason try to maybe suggest some improvements um, some people will be pissed off because of that like who are you yeah, to of course. but some people will appreciate it and you want to target those who appreciate it but to find these people you you should always target everyone like they appreciate it till they're <laughs> till the moment when they're coming back on you um true
0: there will always be people that don't like it that <laughs> that's, that's right. unavoidable
1: Yeah, so you just put your sincere interest in someone's improvement. So that's my approach. Um, And the personal part that's related to the candidate, something that you have to mention like, hey, we discussed this with you, unfortunately, or something like that. And always uh, also say, hey, I'm a bringer of the bad news. It's true. You're you're all going to say, and so you were... You, you add the reason why something is not going to work out for this particular company, and um, yeah, and most of the times we are pursuing other candidates because they are they have a better experience. So you can also say like, hey, um, we've got some uh, we've got also some some future openings. These are the things that you can do, and even if it's not if it is no for now, it may be not forever. So True. We're really, that's, that's the most important thing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> because if you if you just wave them away that's basically forever and the message should not be like that because they might be amazing in a year or two year time.
1: Exactly, so try to say like, hey, let's reconnect in a year, so it's not forever, so we recommend to continue to master your skills and uh, hopefully I'll pass across again in a year or half a year or something like that. So just uh, leave the door open, right? So what I also found uh, effective, um, uh, I I, I read it somewhere, so some people are really converting these rejected candidates into the community, you know? <laughs> members so you can invite them for your community meetups you can invite them as speakers so or like or just members so I found it very helpful so you stay connected with people that's uh, in a year or two going to be your candidate again
0: you're building your talent pool of the future basically I like exactly. that I like that hey and for the candidates themselves um
1: I can talk hours about applying, it of course <laughs> yeah <I know. laughs> yeah
0: of course, of course. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so no, <laughs> um, I know how passionate you are about that, and um, you can imagine my passion about it. Um, so, what would be the tips for, um, from basically dealing with with um, feedback or asking for feedback? Because a lot of people struggle with that. Um, what are your tips there? What is your vision?
1: Yeah. So let's uh, let's see. Um if the person just applied for a job and received a super standard uh, rejection, like, hey, we decided not to proceed, or unfortunately, your CV was not selected. So if you feel like this is actually the job that um, you you can fit and you're still interested, you can try to reply, but most of the times, it's a no-reply message. That sucks, actually. So what you can do about it, so you can try to look um, uh, uh, link on LinkedIn, uh, the recruiter in this company, and try to reach out and say, hey, I apply for this job, but I also received so many messages like that Do I reply to all of them. No, I, I just can't, right? Uh, that's why uh, I hope this, uh, I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, um, a remote show. I'm not going to receive any tomatoes right now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no? Well, I've yeah. got some virtual ones for you.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I would say... Um, maybe it makes sense for the candidate to reach out to someone who's working in the company to another engineer or potential hiring manager and say, and attach your CV and say, Hey, I just applied for this job. Um, and, um, I really think it is something that I can bring some value. Um, can you look at my CV please? And let me know if you're interested. So even, you you don't need even like mention that you applied or anything. So, but yeah, try to ask, uh, someone who worked in the company, um, for, um, for their opinion on your CV, so I I, I totally see that. Um, yeah, so that's um, that's good work. Uh, and um, another, if you were rejected after like doing the assignment, uh, always always ask them for feedback. Uh, I mean, it's unrespectful. So we should not ask to do the assignment and and, um, and not give the uh, any feedback. Um, with the volume that I have sometimes what I would say to the candidates, hey uh, if, if recruiters not coming back to you on the, on time that they promised give them a little bit more time. So pin them in a couple of days after the deadline passed because it's not like they don't care about you. So uh, no news is it's a it's a bad news most of the times. So you probably can assume that if someone is not hiring up with your profile, it's a, probably a, it's a bad news. Um, but give it a time uh, one or two days and then Ask this recruiter because even if you're applying for a very famous company, you should uh, you should expect that so there are so many candidates interested and say yeah, it's it's worked both ways, right? Um, yes, yeah. some
0: companies even say some companies even say. Um, if we don't reply within four weeks nothing's going to happen and I'm like that's the most impersonal way you can treat uh, four things four weeks
1: is bad I mean it's, come on so my favorite example is with Richard Branson uh, I don't know if I can ever you know implement something like that so you, you probably know the story right so when someone is calling to buy the tickets uh, and uh, yeah so they they say the message like hey if no one is going to pick up the phone so in 30 seconds you're going to get like 50% discount for your chickens and you know there is the person that's so excited okay I'm gonna I'm gonna get a fish and then someone is picking up the phone and they like oh no you picked up the phone so I wanna have this uh, you know, uh, um, excitement from the candidates to, to get to 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 get the feedback part and and um, wait, wait, waiting for that, like they're gonna gain something from it, right? Mm. Um, unfortunately, I, I didn't find a way how I can make it still. Uh, it's, it's
0: hard to gamify that one. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, but this, this this is a very nice example. But um, coming back to this uh, uh, advice part, uh, so if you had a call with the candidate, of course, always. Uh, always try to have a call. If you as a candidate received after the interview that you did in person uh, with the team and you received the email, uh, you can just nicely ask, hey, um, I understand. Uh, Thank you so much for your reply uh, and I would Probably if it's possible, I would like to, to know a little bit more about the things that I can improve. So be polite, because if you just jump in saying like, hey, um, tell me what is wrong. What is wrong with me? Tell me. <laughs> you, you, you don't do that, right? So uh, try to put the emotions aside. Try to get this, because usually people are willing to give more feedback to those who seem to look like they can handle it. So, yeah,
0: true. I will give a
1: super honest feedback, even if it's a brutally uh, um, a bad feedback. But one thing that I also to remind you candidates is that, um, guys, it's all in a way subjective. So you are not fit for this team because they decided. So what's um, what is the fit for them? And uh, you are definitely gonna find a place where people will be really super excited to have you, um, where where they will try to. Have a smooth process for you and to make sure that uh, you get the offer, you get uh, the deal signed and to join the company. So that's, that's, that would be my advice in terms of the, uh, like getting the feedback. But uh, one of the things that I would also recommend if you are. Um, uh, applying for jobs. So, please, have a look what What are the requirements, as basic as that, right? So, uh, try to, to make sure that your CV is in PDF, try to make sure that there's relevant information about your location, the ways how to contact you, that you email in there, um, uh, that's uh, your, um, uh, I don't know, keywords are listed too in, in, in the CV so, that's, so they, they can spot the things right away. And if there are any assumptions that someone can make about you, like career gap, uh, not relevant experience, or location is different, or education is not uh, there, or like anything, try to, to add it to your cover letter. Don't list your experience again in the cover letter. Write, write why this company, why you, and try to highlight some of the things that some of the assumptions that um, companies uh, can think about you.
0: I like that. It's, in the end, it's all about the why, right? Um, and it's for us as well. Why are we doing this? Why are we rejecting you? Um, that, that why is, is a big part of my life, to be fair. And it will actually help candidates. So I yeah. really like that. this
1: is rejection is, is is the part of the job that I I don't like the most. Like um, I don't like to. Oh, nobody uh, does. Uh, the, yeah, I exactly. Hope. <laughs> like uh, it's 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 um unfortunate and it's uh, unpleasant for both sides. How to make it um uh, <laughs> easier? How to make it nicer for each other? So I think it's more like a be open to feedback and uh, to understand the other side, right? So I know that you want to get the job, and I know that you're you're probably desperate or something is happening in your life and um um, yeah yeah, i just or you're
0: just a huge big fan of the company where you want to join yes it's it's the worst
1: i mean i uh, in right games like i'm i'm i played this game eight years and still i have a team like you know i'm so into this and um when when i had the chance to work with them and that was like i thought my heart is gonna like you know explode because like i was an interview like on jumping on the place because it was like wow it's gonna be amazing so when you interview people who love your product and they say them no it's hard for everyone
0: yeah definitely so uh, my tip is always don't take it personal but be human um and that's for the for the recruiter but that's also for the, for the candidate hey um Alan, thanks for everything um do you do you still want to share something at the end of this uh, uh, um, show generic? Anything for for recruiters or um, uh, candidates that you wanted to share that you wanna get off your heart?
1: Yeah, sure. So one of the things is that um, uh, if you receive uh, too many rejections, please try to change your uh, strategy. It's uh, I'm, I'm talking to candidates. Um, try to change something. Add a cover letter, update your CV, get the template, just to just to play with this. Sometimes, um, also when you're applying for a different country, different market, so companies just doesn't know that you're that the companies you work for are amazing so when it came from belarus also like it's a new market it's everything is new and um you need to show off what are the things that you've been doing and uh, um that's 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 going to help you uh if you receive a very standard rejection um maybe it's not the company you want to work for because they don't put uh, also enough efforts on on treating other people as well so that could be it as well um and um never give up and all always chase go always go for your dream company like even if it's um, yeah feels like impossible and if you feel like, okay, so I got the rejection, recruiter is not replying, go to people who are working in the company. They they probably will be most likely to help you. And most of the companies, they have referral program. And I had the chances, the situations when they rejected the candidate based on some experiences and then the candidate came from uh, another person recommended and said, so we hired. So I I would like to be honest, I also make mistakes. And I'm very grateful that it was not a you know, fatal mistake. So... I had the chance to 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 get the person on board, and um, uh, but uh, yeah, and uh, if you're again applying for the companies who are really in very popular right now, etc. So, Jessica expect some delay and never be afraid to ask uh, the feedback but ask it politely and um yeah that's that's for the candidates and for the recruiters i would say um we all are very busy and um i try to make some templates for myself uh, that i can use um, so i have like six 6 templates so one is for rejection um uh, if uh, if application are uh, not passing the minimum filter um, another rejection uh, template for um Assignments or technical interviews where I can insert some of the um, uh, bullet points. And, uh, of course, it comes together with the call. Even you can make a video call. Um, another one is that uh, when you spoke with a person, so I don't have a template, but I do have some scripts, uh, the things that I need to discuss during this call, um, appreciate their time, ask their feedback. And on these calls, so when I'm rejecting the candidate, I'm actually talking less. I'm listening more. Uh, yeah of the of the person like hey what do you think we can improve Never just give the feedback that hey it's not gonna work out blah 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 so always ask for feedback hey what we can improve so what do you think can 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 be done differently and And
0: how did you feel it went because that's often it can come to a shock with people when you say hey you're rejected they were like but i was doing so well so when you ask them hey how did you feel it was going then you can actually anticipate on that one
1: yeah, and sometimes like, hey, the candidates are not agreeing, so you you have to help to moderate it. Uh, like you have to help them to I don't know to find the piece with this one and move on and uh, stay like connected with the company. And so the uh, the worst rejection that you can make is when the per- person spends a lot of time, not the worst one, but one of one of those that you don't want to do. Per- person spends so much time on your interview process and you reject at the very end and after the final interview before making the offer. This is the worst one of them (laughs) because it's like why on earth we didn't identify any problems before? Like, uh, oh, and and, you know, we sit down, we discuss, and it happened with me um, many times actually. And um, I still think that's uh, that's that's the one like the person is super disappointed. Guys, I did seven rounds. I did. I spent so much time. Like, why it's happening? Yeah.
0: But that's also the part where you and the hiring manager and the team should sit around and say hey we're gonna debrief this because something is off if this person made it so far uh, what are we missing? What are we missing in our process? Yeah. But for the candidate, it's it's the most terrible thing that can happen. Because they're expecting the offer. That's simple.
1: Exactly. So they like, oh my god, we're so enthusiastic, let's move forward, let's move forward. And then, uh, but to be honest, what I'm trying to do, I'm trying not to be alone on this call, because most of the time it's a call of the hiring manager uh, uh, to decide to okay. reject this candidate. So. I try to invite my hiring manager so that's uh they also need to pay <laughs> for the mistakes <laughs> we're making. It's a team it's a team work, right? So we help each yeah. other. And to be honest when uh when he, when you have a conversation one on one with the with the candidate and um at the final stage I think when the hiring managers with me, it it it's always uh, ends well because uh, they manage to 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 be satisfied with the reasons uh, to why they were rejected. And hiring managers had the best to help here because I'm still like effort. a middleman, right?
0: Yeah, but the effort for a hiring manager to jump on a call, I like. I've never seen that to be fair, never ever nowhere. Um, that's special. That's good. Because that shows effort.
1: Yeah. And it shows that you care. I did that because I was afraid to be alone on this call because I thought the (laughs) candidate is going (laughs) to... It's gonna kill me, but uh, yeah, reminder was very nice. Okay, I'll, I'm gonna be, be with you. So let's let's uh, let's talk about the strategy, uh, what we are gonna discuss with the candidate. And actually, it's it was very helpful. Of course, the uh, no one has time. But as you said, you can damage your reputation um, with these things. And uh, at the end of the day, these people will never come back to you. They will never recommend you. And um, I have a very special thing just to wrap up uh, our show to share. Um, I I received um uh, paintings from uh, a candidate uh, who got rejected uh on the job of the artist and he still decided just to, to send it to me and I I, I cried a little bit because it was it so special and uh, yeah. like when you when you got such a, a level of appreciation of someone like draw a small small picture for you and um because because uh, they felt appreciated and so they, they felt uh, that uh, it's, it's a good company and even when they were rejected, they would like to keep in touch. I don't have that many cases like that, but I definitely aim uh, to have this yeah. type of uh, relationships even when we reject the candidate. It's totally worth it to spend more time and we have to demand this time from the company, like say, hey, I, yeah. I need to sure. make this time for that. Otherwise, I, I don't want to do this. Uh, I don't want to work with a company that uh, don't invest time uh, in feedback.
0: I like that. I like that. Ala, thank you so much for joining me. Um, and I hope to get you on the show soon again.
1: Sure. Thank you Thanks so much so for much. inviting me. And so you're my kindred um, recruitment. So good luck with your show.
0: You're listening to Duble Stocks with your host, Mark Doogle. Thanks for listening to this episode and we discussed quite a bit. So here are some things that stood out for both the recruiters and for the candidates. So for recruiters, it's quite simple. We've got a bad name out there, especially when it comes to rejections. The one big solution is very simple. Treat people like you want to be treated. Step in their shoes for a while. Remember how it is to be on the other side of the table and what you would like to hear. Give people tips. Give them tips even before they apply to set them up for success. It's as easy as adding some information to your website. And I'm not talking about giving away information that's crucial for making it through an interview. I'm talking about things like prepare for star style interviews. Um, These are the people that you're gonna talk with. These are the topics that we're gonna handle. Small tips are gonna make a huge difference and it will help on the rejection part because if they didn't read the tips or listen to the tips or in any form that you did them and they fail on certain parts it's easier to give them feedback and say hey listen next time prepare a little bit better so if you speak to a candidate and they're not a fit try to reject them on the call it's human nothing worse than just waiting on an email And don't just give them the reason, but give them some tips, at least one. You already scheduled that time anyways. So give candidates something to work with. Even if you reject a candidate after the call, even if it's via email, just give them at least one piece of feedback on why they're rejected and give them a tip. It's often very easy to give a tip to people. It's one minute in your life It's multiple hours in their life because they now know what to prepare for. And a tough one when rejecting due to personality, communication, ask yourself if it's you. Were it nerves? If if candidates are all over the place, try to help them. The STAR method is a great way to help people mastering interviews. Don't forget, a lot of people are very, very nervous to interview. So sometimes it's just the nerves. Ola had some great stuff about video for rejection with the feedback in the email. It can be really short, but it makes it very personal. It actually takes less time than you think, so it reminds me about the outreach video when sourcing. I'm definitely going to give that a try. Also give people an option to go on a call with you to gain feedback. Not all candidates will actually use it, so it saves you time versus always going on a call, but it's better than not going on a call at all. And remember, rejections are not permanent. Don't break the communication, leave the door open. Try to make them part of your community as they can be an amazing team member in the near future. Don't throw away that opportunity. Now for the candidates. Easy apply via LinkedIn is not as great as often it misses important information. So while it does the basic thing you need, make sure you add a good resume or CV make sure you add something like a cover letters. So on that one, cover letters are not dead, but you need to know how to write them. And it's very simple. Write about why the company should talk to you, why you are interested in the job. Don't just shortlist your resume CV. We already know that we already have that. Show us your passion. Show us why we should talk to you. And if you have a gap gap in, in employment, explain why the gap was there and maybe even more important what you did during that time so often if it's a situation that you don't want to share that's okay that's more than normal but try to show what you actually did in the time maybe you build a home lab if you're an engineer and try those kind of things maybe you did some courses everything can help to make sure that that gap seems productive And remember, recruiters sometimes get an enormous amount of applicants. We can't respond to all of them in person. So don't take it personal if they send a templated email on your application. But do expect more when you have made it further along the process. As soon as you spoke to someone, they should give you decent feedback. And if they don't, always ask for feedback. You can only become better if you know what you didn't do right or what you missed to get the job. Feedback is key. And the last one if you get too many rejections, change your strategy. Look at your resume, CV, and cover letter. Adjust them. Show them to other people. It's not always easy, but take that step. Show your resume and CV to other people. Let them look at it. Let them give feedback. I did it. And in my case, it did wonders. I went from a very basic resume that nobody would take into account. To a resume that actually sparked interest it's only a small step but you have to take it and on that note the next episode is going to be in around two weeks as i needed some extended time to actually make these series work um, next to a full-time day job and a family so i'll be back in two weeks and until then have an amazing time